0: I wish that I could bake a cake made out of rainbows and smiles and you all be happy. Hi, I'm Madison Malone-Kircher.
1: And I'm Rachel Hampton and you're listening to Icy Mind. In case you missed it. Slate's so podcast about internet culture. And In Madison, I've got some bad news. What? I went to get a haircut and I asked for a trim and I came out with half my hair gone. So that's all the bad news we can oh. handle for today.
0: Oh, <laughs> that is such an acute and specific pain. And I do think you should feel comforted knowing that myself and anyone listening to this who's ever had a haircut go awry, we feel for you. We feel with you. It's real trauma
1: because for the past, I shit you not, like five years, I'm like, I'm growing my hair out. It's going to be long. I'm going to have inches. And every single time I think I've made progress, I find a scissor happy stylist who's like, hey, you look really cute with short hair. I'm just going to give it to you without any fucking input from you? So now I'm I'm I've been set back. I think at least like a year, a year oh. or two. And yeah, I immediately bought a wig and made a braid appointment because I was like, I can't handle it.
0: <laughs> my only suggestion for avoiding this in the future is I have finally found someone who cuts my hair who refuses to cut it. Once I lay down that I would like to grow my hair out, she's now like, come back in six months. Maybe I'll trim it.
1: I had had a haircut from this stylist before, and I loved it. It was perfect, like perfect amount taken off. So I really felt safe going in because I was like, okay, cool. One time good, second time lucky. No, no.
0: (laughs) Well, Rachel, that was bad news. I, I can't do any more bad news today. I'm sorry. Truly, my cup is, it runneth over.
1: I mean, completely fair. I I felt like we should start with the bad news. That was obviously the worst news that's happening in the world today. And then move on to the much better news.
0: What is the better news? We've got a new game we're
1: going to try out today. Thank God. What is it? Okay, so all the time on this show, we're talking about trends that are popping up on everybody's feeds. And everyone is talking about and we're laying it out for the people who haven't heard about it. But... I feel like we don't talk enough about the really small, weird, niche things that only seem to plague us and nobody else. Like, even your TikTok thinks I'm an ex-Mormon thing is pretty popular.
0: I obviously love this. Uh, (laughs) As someone who lets TikTok take her just wherever the algorithmic wind may lead. Uh, Tell me more about this game. I love games.
1: Okay, so we're just going to share basically a piece of, I would describe as unhinged content. Something that... You see and you think, why does this even exist? But also, I will watch at least two hours of this. And we're going to share it with each other. The tentative title for this segment is For Me Page, because sometimes the TikTok for you page really says for you, specifically, Rachel Denae (laughs) Hampton in Brooklyn,
0: New York. (laughs) Was that you trying to vocally (laughs) italicize the word you? (laughs) the for you page for you page
1: yes yes that's the best I can do
0: (laughs) okay Uh, Rachel I love this sounds great you have to go first okay I'm
1: fine with that okay so Madison I want you to click this link that I'm going to send you and tell me what you see
0: Okay, it's like a computer rendering of a car driving down a highway. The caption reads, cars, the giant sledgehammers. And, and there are like clock hands, two sledgehammers suspended in midair by nothing over the road, rotating really, really quickly. So when the car comes down the road, the sledgehammers uh, sledge it, they hammer it. <laughs> and then the car drives off the road and lights itself on fire. Also, did I mention this is like a computer game render? Like. Who made this? <laughs> um, Great question. Oh, it keeps going. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. A school bus. Oh, no. no not the children. Not the children. Oh, no. Where are there crashed? Oh, there are crashed as dummies or little bodies on this bus. Rachel. No. <laughs> oh, there's the Tesla. There's it the escaped. Tesla. Of course I course it, it. it Of course it it did. Okay.
1: So the joke on this page is that Elon Musk is running it because the Tesla never gets destroyed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, that's good. If you got hit by a giant sledgehammer with a Tesla, your automated doors probably wouldn't release and you'd be screwed. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's definitely the issue at hand if there's two giant sledgehammers on the road ahead of you. (laughs) Okay.
0: Um, Rachel, how often do you watch these?
1: Okay, so the first time it came across my FYP, I was like, what? And I watched, I think, at least 10. And now I see one every single time I'm on TikTok because the algorithm knows that I want (laughs) to see what happens when, you know, it's sometimes cars versus giant bulge, cars versus 100 speed bumps, cars versus trampoline. So what you're looking at is a computer game called BeamNG.Drive. Which is this vehicle simulation game that was published in 2015 for Windows, which is why the graphic looks like it. Yeah. So the game has like a few modes. But what we're here to talk about is the free play mode where players can make quite literally anything they want happen. So much wild shit. like these cars getting slammed by sledgehammers or going over 100 speed bumps. The best part of this game is just in the very detailed and chaotic physics of what's happening. Like you you expect the bus to just get hit, but then you see later on like the exact dynamics of what is happening when the bus gets hit by a sledgehammer. You'll randomly see vehicles burst into like balls of fire. It's just incredible. And the account that I keep seeing is literally just called GCM underscore Beam NG, and it has 1.2 million followers. So so I'm not alone. I'm I'm not alone. I'm not. This isn't even as niche as I
0: could get. Uh, For those of you listening at home, we will obviously tweet the video that I just terribly, but also not so terribly described. No, you did great.
1: All right, so I've given you a peek at what I'm doing at midnight on TikTok.
0: Now it's your turn. Okay, mine, the first thing that comes to mind for me is definitely not as unhinged. <laughs> but uh, here's a link I would like you to click. Hi there, welcome to your makeup appointment. Why are you in a rush? You have to get makeup done fast. Why? Your date's in a minute. Well, you should have come soon. Let's get your makeup on fast so as possible. First primer. This
1: the okay. first thing it reads is ASMR POV doing your makeup, but you're in a rush. And it features this woman looking straight to camera in the way that makeup YouTubers always look straight to camera. Oh my God. She's getting ready for a date. She's tapping her nails against the primer. Oh, she's making those beautiful little ASMR sounds of primer on her. Oh my God. Wow. I feel so much calmer. I love this. This is incredible.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this is is my favorite ASMR artist. Her name is Slain, And what she does is something called Well, what she calls fast and aggressive ASMR, which is not exactly a combination of words I think of when I think ASMR, which, to be clear, is not a thing I have ever watched. But TikTok said, you need this. And I was like, "Mm, you're right.
1: Yeah, the concept of aggressive ASMR feels dissonant. And yet now that I've experienced it, I think, yes, of course, this exists.
0: So I came across her videos maybe a month or two ago and I now truly have watched every piece of content she has made. And my favorite thing (laughs) about them is they're all so quick and fast and my brain has been utterly broken by a life where we sit on our couches and we watch a movie on our big screen, which is the TV, to, you know, stare at our little screen, our phone in hand. I just Mm -hmm. my attention span is zero and she gets that. Also, (laughs) it's just so nice to tune out my brain and have her be like, close your eyes. Blink your eyelashes. Smile for me real big. You need some bronzer. And I'm like, yes, I do need some bronzer. I haven't seen the sun in weeks.
1: I did find myself actually wanting to close my eyes when she Mm -hmm. told me to, which is the mark of an effective ASMR artiste. Lean into that impulse. Well, now I'm just going to fall asleep in the middle of this taping.
0: (laughs) Uh, That is, in fact, probably all the time we have to discuss this before either one of us fall asleep. But uh, don't worry. The fun is going to continue. Because uh, that's actually all we're doing on this episode. After the Supreme Court news on Friday, uh, I don't know about you, but we've all had a real bummer of a weekend. And uh, we thought today was just a day to attempt. And I do say attempt. That's me attempting to italicize with my voice again. <laughs> attempt to laugh. Uh, so we're going to share with you some fun stuff. Rachel, what do we got? We've got a lot of
1: musical content brought to you not by Madison, But by me... It really is the end of the world. We've got the Olsen twins.
0: When we come back from a quick break, we're going to have all of those fun things Rachel just described, plus some favorite pieces of internet joy from you, our listeners. What we're saying is serotonin on demand, we provide. After the break, we'll be back with only the hits, no bummers, instant SSRI.
1: And we're back. Madison, you are first up because I, I I gave you the the sledgehammer content first, so I really feel like I need to I I
0: need someone else to take over. <laughs> so what's the first thing on your list? Uh truly a video I return to often when I just need to laugh at absurdity. The theater of the absurd is a uh, this. It is the Olsen Twins Gimme Pizza slow-mo video. P-I-T-T-A.
1: Sounds like a demonic
0: incantation to summon pizza. (laughs) So this is a slowed down version of a song called Gimme Pizza from the 1995 VHS You're Invited to Mary-Kate and Ashley's Sleepover Party, which was the first installment of the Olsen Twins straight to video series You're Invited to Mary-Kate and Ashley's. And here's where I disclose that I, and by I, I mean my mother, wrote away So I could join the Mary-Kate and Ashley fan club. I was a big Mary-Kate and Ashley head. I had all of these VHSs. I wanted to be their friend so badly. And that is the beginning of this wedging itself into my brain. I just am... Thinking about the
1: phrase 1995 VHS, you're invited to Mary Kay and, and <laughs> What a fucking time capsule that was. If you don't know what a VHS is, you're too young for this show. Um, but my God, I was also a Mary Kay and Ashley head. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. The movie, the Christmas movie To Grandma's House We Go was one of
0: my favorite things. I, watch, I tore that VHS up. <laughs> This video was originally posted on YouTube in September of 2010 as Gimme Pizza Slow, and it's pulled from an even longer slowdown video of this VHS called When Does a Dream Become a Nightmare?
1: You just keep mentioning phrases that lodge themselves into my brain. When does a dream become a nightmare? That is just... An existential question and the fact that it's attached to a slowed down YouTube video version of a 1995 VHS is just, you couldn't write this in a sitcom.
0: I just, look, in this moment, on this episode on which we're only talking about uppers, I would prefer that the dream that has become a nightmare is in (laughs) fact the Olsen twins eating pizza and not a vision of democracy. Give me pizza. <laughs> okay, Rachel, it's your turn. Uh, what are you putting in the uh, episodic pizza today? Um, so I've got
1: my first musical installment. The fact that it's the first, there are multiple, really makes me feel like we're in the upside down. But there is a video that I found myself returning to over and over again for the past few weeks. And it Mm. is Adam Lambert performing Believe by Cher at the 41st Annual Kennedy Center Honors in 2018, where I believe they were honoring Cher.
0: Um, You believe? It certainly wasn't Adam Lambert. (laughs) Also, of course, I know this because I know that the honorees do not perform. I know. I just, Mom, I know you're listening to this and I need you to know that after years of watching this with you and Grandma, I know that the honorees wear the rainbow sashes and they sit in the balcony with Obama. All of them, no matter what year it is, they always sit with Obama.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we're going to play a clip of this because it's a whole three minute long video, but it's this beautiful, like, slowed down version. I can't describe it.
0: I mean, it's no Aretha Franklin doing You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman in Honor of Carol King circa 2015. Like I said, we were real big Kennedy Center Honors fans in my house, but uh, I'll take it. Okay, Adam. He did what he needed to do, and importantly
1: because they're honoring Cher. Cher is in the audience. Cher is moved to tears at this performance. You literally see the camera pan to her and a single beautiful tear falls from her face. And you're like, my God, Cher is a beautiful
0: woman. Rachel, do you know what's happening there? They're sharing a moment. You know who else is sharing that moment? (laughs) Barack Obama?
1: Michelle Obama? No, but another infamous couple... There's obviously audience shots. So you'll see like Lynn Manuel Miranda in the background just bopping, but they also pan to none other than Anthony Ramos and Jasmine Safis Jones, <laughs> <No. laughs> which in 2022 is just like, Whoop!
0: <laughs> yikes. <laughs> I mean, the Kennedy Center Honors truly is just always bangers. I, I'm just going to yeah. out myself as a geek here. I love this show every year. I look forward to it. And I always find myself being very surprised at how much. I enjoy the honorees I'm not expecting to enjoy. Also, if you Mm. really want to weep, happy tears. The year they honored the Sesame Street people, which was also the day that the guy who played Big Bird died. And so all of the... Oh, my God. They all had Big Bird feathers in their boot and ears. Just... Sing. Sing a song. Sing out loud. Sorry, we said only happy things. Apparently, <laughs> I'm an emotional terrorist today. This is happy. Weeping
1: tears of joy. Tears can mean a lot. I did not think that Adam Lambert singing Believe would bring us here.
0: <laughs> i actually crying a little bit.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, up next, something that will perhaps make some of you cry, but not in the way that Madison is. <laughs> Our producer, Daniel Schrader, was um, very quick to flag a song online that just always, always fills us with joy.
0: Fills him with joy, which is very (laughs) clear. This is Daniel's pick. So
1: that's Katy Perry singing Plastic Bag. That is not the name of the song, though I do feel like this is the time for me to admit that I, too, am an emotional terrorist and that I walk around my house asking my roommate, hey, can I ask you a question? And every so often, not every single time, I will respond, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? And every single time, she gets angry at me. (laughs) But that, that song was a remix from Katie J Productions on YouTube of Katy Perry's Firework that just kind of I would say distills the song down to its it's very formative essence because like sometimes I do feel like a
0: plastic bag drifting in the wind
1: how about you Madison
0: I mean yeah pretty much every day since I saw American Beauty for the first time we are all plastic bags drifting through the wind
1: so we're gonna take a break and I guess go blow around in the wind for a little bit and when we get back we have plenty more fun in store for you Hi y'all, if you love our podcast then please consider subscribing to Slate Plus. You get no ads on any Slate podcast, including this one. And most importantly, you'll be supporting our show. Icymi would not be possible without the support of Slate Plus subscribers. You also get bonus segments or episodes on shows like Slow Burn, Amicus, Mom and Dad are Fighting, and Big Moon Little Moon. And you'll also get unlimited reading on the Slate website, which means you get access to every single article and advice column on Slate without ever hitting the paywall. Just visit Slate.com slash Icymi Plus to sign up. That is Slate.com slash
0: ICYMI+. All right, we are back with musical theater. Rachel, explain yourself. I know, you
1: rubbed up on me. Actually, I would like to set the record straight. I know that Madison has the, the title of leading theater kid on this show, which I'm not taking away from her. But I do enjoy a musical. I would just like to mm-hmm. set the record straight. I wore out the 2004 Phantom of the Opera DVD that I got so many times.
0: Yeah, all the theater people have left the chat.
1: <laughs> Wait, is that not a good? Is that, an, is, <laughs> These is that not? These things
0: don't a, happen.
1: Is this is not a good production.
0: <laughs> I love uh, that movie. No shade to hate to any involved, especially Emmy Rossum. But I, uh, mm, masquerade, lacking, just deeply <gasps> lacking.
1: Wow, you're really, you're really crushing me. Okay, well, I just found out that I'm in fact a plebe, but <laughs> I also recently discovered this woman on TikTok, Michelle Roquette. If I'm mispronouncing your name. Apologies. But she does musical versions of 2000 songs, and it's just breathtaking. Chef's Kiss.
0: What would you do if your son was at home Brian? So, is that supposed to be City High's What Would You Do? But, like, if it was by Anais Mitchell and the cast of Hadestown? Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I know we're all supposed to be bringing one, but I simply can't stop because Michelle is an artist. Like, listen to this cover of Shaggy's It Wasn't Me.
0: Honey came and she caught me red-handed, creeping. I think it's the part where I do need to just get off my chest that uh somewhere on someone's iPhone four is a video of me in college slightly tipsy with my friends doing a musical theater rendition of Roar, which we thought was the height of comedy. Well then you will enjoy this final one <laughs> from the oh, show. No. The dear Evan Hansen of it all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna cry for completely different reasons. (laughs) Like, I will never not
1: hear the phrase Oskeetskeet motherfucker without thinking of dear Evan Hansen now. And for that, I thank you, Michelle. All right, well, now that I'm done biting
0: your style, what do you have? I love that. Our our final submission actually comes courtesy of listener at Seven Star Mags who heard our call just desperately pleading for any bits of internet joy and wrote, I have a YouTube playlist where I just add videos that make me smile slash laugh. This one is the best in my opinion.
1: Uh, a
0: luxury you can't live without.
1: A luxury I can't live without coffee. I really like good it's coffee. It's not a luxury you can get it anywhere. Uh, I guess, yeah, like good coffee. What, what's, uh... I
0: love coffee too.
1: I like nice socks.
0: Socks. Your, your socks, would you put in your shoes?
1: Yeah, I really love them. I like kind of like, you know, cozy feet. You're attracted to your socks. I'm attracted to really nice running socks. Like I'm always looking for good running you know,
0: socks. That's not, not, not a luxury though. Coffee and socks are not a luxury. All
1: right, give me a luxury. Which, what luxury should I have?
0: Private plane. Larry,
1: I'm on ducktails.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. so that's Danny Pudi talking to Larry King in 2020. And uh, Danny Pudi's an actor you probably best know from Community or maybe Mythic Quest. Uh, notably and critical to this video, he is also the guy who voiced Huey in the DuckTales 2017 reboot. Uh, if you don't know DuckTales, as Rachel would say, you might be too young for this podcast.
1: <laughs> so that clip resurfaced when... Larry King died in 2021, RIP, and has since become a meme, obviously, because just the phrase, <laughs> Larry, I'm on DuckTales, is
0: We iconic. use iconic too much on this show, but <laughs> it's not wrong here. You
1: knew the word that was coming out of my mouth before
0: I even said it. <laughs> uh in an interview with Den of Geek uh, after Larry King died, Danny Pudi said, first of all, rest in peace, Larry. When that first happened, I was so confused because everyone was like, you're trending. And I was like, what did I do? <laughs> it was this video. <laughs> do you know what I? it makes me think of? Do you know that meme, you were at my wedding, Denise? No. So this happened back in 2019 when this conservative commentator, whose name is Denise, uh, tweeted something making fun of The View. <laughs> Megan Meghan McCain, who was at that point a co-host of The View, just tweeted, You
1: were at my wedding, Denise. Oh my god. That just reminds me of Dakota Johnson and Ellen.
0: How was the party? I wasn't invited. <laughs> Actually,
1: no, that's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited. Just the way Stephanie Mayer gave us Ellen's cancellation, who would have thought? <laughs> Wait, she wrote Twilight. Which... Was then turned into fan fiction, Fifty Shades of Grey, which was then adapted into All a right. movie starring Dakota Johnson, All for right. which she became famous and was thus on Ellen.
0: And a butterfly flapped its wings and caught Don't worry, 9/11.
1: everything comes back to Twilight for me. I will always
0: be able to tie it back to Twilight. Uh, we would like to thank at seven star mags for this gem, for reminding us of several other gems which apparently vibrate on the same frequency. And, uh, for the laughs, truly. It felt it felt good to disassociate for <laughs> half an hour. And honestly,
1: given everything in the <laughs> Gestures world. Gestures
0: at state of world.
1: We will probably need to do one of these episodes in the future. So if you would like your random bit of internet joy to be featured, please send it to us. We might
0: just laugh at it. We might feature it. Who knows? Either way, know that it will bring us joy. And speaking of... Obviously, we will tweet all of the videos from today's episode. So if you want to go watch the fun (laughs) at ICYMI underscore pod. All right,
1: that is the show. We'll be back in your feed on Saturday, so please subscribe. It is the best way to never miss an episode. Never miss a bit of musical theater, which will most likely come from Madison and not me next time. Please leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify and tell your friends about us. Say nice things about us. You can follow us on Twitter at ICYMI underscore pod, which is also where you can DM us your questions, DM us the things that make you smile on the internet. Please DM us those things. And you can also always drop us an email at icymi@slate.com. at slate.com.
0: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader, Rachel Hampton, and me, Madison Malone-Kircher. Alicia Montgomery is Slate's VP of audio. See you online. Or at the Kennedy Center. <laughs> I'm so crying. You have to keep going.
1: <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?